Chapter 9 of Andreas Vesalius, The Reformer of Anatomy by James Morris Ball. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Chapter 9th Publication of the Fabrica. On the first day of August, 1542, after three years of strenuous labor, Vesalius completed the Fabrica, and twelve days later he wrote the last word of the epitome the blocks for the fabrica and also those for the epitome were made in italy in the summer of fifteen forty two they were conveyed to basel by a merchant named danoni and were safely delivered to the printer oporinus they were accompanied by a long latin letter written by vesalius to his friend ioannis oporinus professor of greek letters in basel he begs oporinus to take the greatest care that the printed illustrations shall correspond with the proofs which accompany the blocks every detail must be distinctly visible so that each cut shall have the effect of a picture early in the following year vesalius went to basel to superintend the printing of his books while there he conducted a demonstration in anatomy the first which had occurred in that city since fifteen thirty one and presented the articulated skeleton of the subject to the university part of this skeleton exists to-day it is thought to be the oldest anatomical preparation in existence the fabrica the heart of vesalius must have filled with joy when he saw the final page of his book turned from the press the treatise which founded modern anatomy bears this title andrei de salii brurulensis scolae medicorum patabine professoris de humani corporis fabrica vibriceptum basilii fifteen forty three a fortune was lavished upon the illustration and publication of this grand work to use the words of fisher it was and is a glorious book a rare and precious monument of genius industry and liberality it abounds with curious initial letters bearing quaint and interesting anatomical conceits each one teaching its lesson one of these reduced in size introduces the present chapter and it was this letter that vesalius used in his opening sentence os catararum omnes partium est durissimum et ardissimum magnemaque terrestre et frigidum et sensus denique praetor solus dentes expers the first edition of the fabrica is a folio volume with magnificent illustrations on wood all carefully printed by johannes oparinus fifteen o seven to fifteen sixty eight of basel the title page is a beautiful engraving which represents vesalius at work dissecting a female subject he is surrounded by interested spectators who crowd the amphitheatre the abdomen of the subject is opened vesalius has raised his left hand his right hand grasps a small rod which rests on the viscera the great teacher is talking to his pupils placed at the head of the dissecting table is an upright skeleton which grasps a long staff with its right hand in the audience are many persons of different rank to the left a naked man is climbing a pillar while to the right and below a dog is being brought into the arena to the left and below is a monkey which appears to enjoy the demonstration 
above in the architecture we see the monogram of the publisher oparinus in the centre on a shield are the three weasels of the vesalius family and below is a shield which bears a privilegium this old engraving is one of the most spirited and elaborate to be found in the whole range of medical literature in the seventeen twenty five edition for which jan van der laar made a copperplate reproductions of the original figures the title-page is altered the monogram of oparinus is absent and the architecture is slightly changed who was the unnamed artist it is noteworthy that vesalius does not state who drew the illustrations or who cut them in wood for his fabrica he only states that this book has cost him a monstrous amount of labor in the preparation of the dissections and in the directing of the eye the hand and the intelligence of the artist he complains bitterly of the obstinacy of the artist who at times so tormented him that he vesalius considered himself more unfortunate than the criminal whose body had been dissected it was probably owing to this unpleasant experience that vesalius omitted the artist's name the great anatomist speaks regretfully of the large sums which he was obliged to pay in order to induce skilled artists to undertake this class of work he states that they were much more interested in painting venus and the graces than in drawing pictures of skinned and foul-smelling bodies moisen assumes that vesalius had titian in mind when he penned these thoughts but this is questionable it is not surprising that eminent artists should have disliked anatomical drawing at a time when antiseptic injections and preserving fluids were not known foul odors had no terrors for the great belgian who haunted cemeteries for anatomical material and often kept parts of cadavers in his bedchamber for weeks at a time for a period of two centuries the vesalian pictures were ascribed to titian but on insufficient grounds the famous venetian painter was over sixty years of age at the time of the publication of the fabrica his services were much in demand and he was signally honoured by the spanish emperor charles v his powers remained undiminished until shortly before his death which occurred in fifteen seventy six he had the ability to make the vesalian illustrations but it is doubtful if he had the time although titian may have taken an interest in these anatomical plates it is not now believed that he drew them the Vesalian pictures have been attributed to Cristoforo Coriolano, but he could not have been the artist since his earliest work dates from 1568. He is known to have furnished the drawings for Jerome Mercurialis's De Arte Gymnastica and for Vasari's Lives of the Painters. Roth is of the opinion that Vesalius himself made most of the illustrations, but such a view would credit the comparatively short and busy life of the great anatomist with too much accomplishment. I conclude that the illustrations for the fabrica, like the osseous figures in the tabulae anatomicae, which Vesalius issued in 1538, were made by Jan Stefan von Kalkar, died 1546 the favorite pupil of titian sundart states that von kalkar made the drawings for the fabrica that he went to venice in fifteen thirty six or fifteen thirty seven that he studied under titian 
and that his paintings were of such merit that they were often mistaken for those of titian raphael and rubens van calcar was a fleming a native of calcar in the duchy of cleves the date of his birth is not known his death occurred at naples in fifteen forty six he was highly esteemed by vesalius who speaks of him as ranking with the divine and happy wits of italy the anatomical plates which vesalius issued in fifteen thirty eight were made he states by van calcar sumptimus johannes stephani calcarensis these plates which appeared in the form of pictorial broadsheets or fliegende blätter may be likened to the herald who goes in advance to announce the coming of the king they were engraved on wood and like their companion pictures in the fabrica they were unprecedented in magnitude and in minuteness the vesalian plates vary greatly in merit the most satisfactory ones are those depicting the undissected body and the bones and muscles the artist was not at his best in drawing the nervous system although it is claimed that vesalius had prepared his neurologic specimens with great care for the use of artists the best plates are the three skeletons and the four entire myologic figures in the fabrica the first myologic figure showing a man who had been divested of all skin fat and superficial fascia presents the muscles of the anterior portion of the body beautifully delineated vesalius took much pride in this plate and directed the attention of artists to it the second plate which is constructed along similar lines shows the body in its lateral aspect the head is thrown slightly backward the right hand pointing to the earth and the left raised towards the horizon and the whole attitude of the subject calls to mind the position which an orator would assume when addressing an audience the third myologic plate is similar to the first one but the muscles of the face are exhibited to better advantage and the aponeuroses absent in the first plate are here present the fourth plate which is the ninth in vesalius's work nona musculorum tabulae presents the muscles of the posterior part of the body the other myologic figures show the deeper muscles layer by layer and are of value to an artist who wishes to study the effect of their action upon the superficial parts of the body hence many of these figures have been reproduced in works on art anatomy the artist who studies these plates should remember that the figures in question are divested of skin fat and superficial veins all of which must be supplied in order to avoid giving too great prominence to the muscles the two naked figures contained in the epitome are properly clothed in skin and are of great artistic merit they also are to be seen in numerous works on art anatomy thus in one of the earliest books on anatomy for the use of artists abrege de anatome accommode aux arts de peinture et de sculpture paris sixteen sixty seven sixteen sixty eight roger de piles and francois totobat have used the three skeletons and the seven myologic figures taken from the fabrica and the epitome in the preface of his book piles says that he does not think it is possible to produce better figures than those found in the works of vesalius 
that he was not alone in this opinion is shown by the fact that many other artists who have composed treatises on art anatomy have drawn freely from the vesalian storehouse an italian giacomo moro in his anatomy for the use of artists anatomia ridotta ad uso de pittori e scultori venice sixteen seventy nine reproduced nineteen of vesalius figures in copper plate the popularity of vesalius's anatomical figures among painters was due not only to the intrinsic worth of these illustrations but also to the erroneous belief that the original drawings were the work of titian this opinion found expression on the title pages of several works on art anatomy for example in seventeen o six moschenbauer of augsburg issued a folio volume illustrated with vesalian figures cut in wood with this title andrea vesalii bruchelensis des ersten besten anatomicii zur gliederung des menschlichen körpers auf malari und bildauer kunst gerichtet die figuren von titian gesichnet an anonymous book notomia di tiziano appeared in italy about the year sixteen seventy the vesalian figures of the skeleton were also issued in single sheets with moralistic verses appended mershon cites one of these with the inscription printed in french de cet objet frais du parou rebuté et cet tout doit être apprens mortel et connaître ce miroir est le seul et point flatté another legend reminds the reader that he is only dust and to dust he must return vous êtes poudre et vous retournerez en poudre End of chapter nine